Welcome, welcome, welcome to Mindfully Mended with Mo, the podcast. I am your humbled and gracious host, Mo Culpepper. Thank you for joining us for episode three. For those of you that have been keeping track, we did not have an episode last week. Well, I had a personal episode, but I did not have a podcast episode last week, so hopefully we're back on track. I would like to say that um, this podcast has done so many things for me in such a short amount of time, and I want to thank everyone for your support, for your listening, for your sharing, for your feedback. It means a lot to me, so please keep it coming. And I'm going to try to make these podcasts a little more upbeat. Um, When I go back and listen to the episodes, they sound a little melancholy, if you will. And I promise, guys, I am truly in a happy place. I am truly mended in parts that were broken for so long. I just have to work on letting that come across on the pod. So please bear with me and have some patience. Today I want to talk about another topic that is for my own personal edification. And for those of you that are first-time listeners, I want you to know that most of the topics on this podcast are going to be things that are self-serving um, to me because it's my podcast and also because I just feel that if I feel this way, there's someone out there that's going through it too. So I want to talk to you today about a struggle and this struggle is real and it's been real for me for um quite a few years, and I think that there are a lot of my peers that may find themselves in that place. I want to talk about how to parent your adult children. So I want to start off by saying that to me, the term adult child is an oxymoron, something akin to a wise fool or controlled chaos, but we do have to realize that our children become adults. And that's where the struggle began for me. I am the mother of three adult children. They are ages 26, 24, and 22. So they're baby adults, but full mature adults to the world. Babies to me, but adults to the world. And I want to start off reading a quote from The Water Giver. Motherhood is about raising and celebrating the child you have, not the child you thought you'd have. It's about understanding he is exactly the person he's supposed to be. And if you're lucky, He might be the teacher who turns you into the person you're supposed to be. This quote really resonated with me because I have been a parent my entire adult life. I had my oldest daughter, who will be 27 in January, four months before I graduated high school. So she and I literally have grown up together. 
I had my daughter at a time in my life when my sister passed away and I was looking to fill a void. When I was 17 years old, I lost my eldest sister to renal failure and complications from kidney disease. I was a junior in high school and I had never experienced the loss of a loved one so close to me. And I felt empty. Through a series of bad decisions and mistakes, I found myself pregnant at the end of my junior year of high school. And I was determined to have this baby because in my mind, this child would be someone that would love me completely without fault and would never leave me like my sister did. Boy, was I in for a shock and surprise. Never in my grand scheme of things throughout raising my daughter, um, first with the help of family and then um, in later years, by the time she started school, my husband and I were together and prayerfully, I had a helpmate. I was no longer a single parent, so my village had grown. But never in that thought process did I ever imagine that this little being that was the first extension of me was going to grow up and be her own person and have her own thoughts and live her own life and make her own mistakes. And that's where I stumbled. And that's where I continue to struggle. My oldest daughter has two children of her own. So she no longer needs me to be a mom to her in the way that she has to be a mom to them. And that's a little hard for me. My mother used to always tell me that the older your children get, the harder it is to parent them. I never believed her, but that was one of the most important lessons that she gave me in life that I carry to this day because she was absolutely right. I had my youngest son, child, my only son, when I was 22 years old. He will be 22 in a mere 13 days. So he is at the exact point in his life that I was when he was born. Boy, what a different path he chose. I couldn't be prouder of the young man that he is and of how he is so self-confident and so self-assured and how he continues to surround himself with good people. He has taught me everything about unconditional love, tolerance, acceptance, and standing in who you are meant to be. I am a better person simply by getting to be his parent. However, with him being a boy and being my baby, I still want to hold on to him in ways that 
I can't. So I struggle. Allowing my children to be adults means that I have to be an adult. For the first time in my life, I don't have anyone that truly needs and depends on me for their day-to-day movement. I don't have a mother that needs me as a caregiver. I don't have a sister that is in a facility and needs me to take care of all of her business. And I don't have little children that need me to wake them up each day and get them ready and get them started along their way. And that has left me at a loss. That has left me at a crossroads of learning who I am. So much of my identity is tied up into being a parent because that's all I've known. So much of what drives me is the need to be needed because that's all I've known. So now here I am in these unchartered territories of only having to worry about me. My husband is here and he's a wonderful partner and helpmate. There's five five years difference between he and I, so he's a little ahead of me on knowing his place and being a little self-confident. And I'm struggling. And you'll notice that I'll keep saying that throughout this episode because the struggle continues in many ways. I, in some shape, form, or fashion, struggle every day with letting my adult children be just who they are. My youngest daughter is 24. She lives in Southern Oregon. And she has taught me so much about healthy boundaries and how my style of being a lawnmower parent and mowing down all of the opposition is not needed. Um, I don't use the term step, so I'll say she's my bonus daughter. I was lucky enough to not have to carry her or give birth to her, but I do get to be blessed to be a part of her life, and I've learned several valuable lessons. Last week, I wrote a little note to myself, and I want to share it with you all because I think that it sums up the crux of my struggle, and I'm going to spend more than one episode on getting to a place or discussing a place on how I continue to get better. So exactly a week ago today, and part of the reason why we didn't have an episode last week um, was because this is how I was feeling. I can't keep doing this. I've got to find a happy medium with my kids. They are adults, and I need to let them be. 
How much damage am I going to continue to do? Mowing down their opposition is also mowing down their confidence in themselves and their motivations to do things on their own. But if I do let them be, where does that leave me? What purpose will I have? That's my fear, is that my purpose has diminished. Now, I know that's not true. Feelings aren't facts, but I feel that way nonetheless. And I want to just say that there is a balance. There are forums There are self-help books, there are communities, there are therapists, there are tons of resources that I have been looking into, and I will share a few with you guys here. One book that I felt was really good was entitled, Dear Mom of Grown Children, Leave Regrets Behind. And this book was released by rearreleaseregroup.com, and it's positive advice, um, and they have do have some scriptures for what they call mom guilt. And I'm sure we can all agree that a little bit of mom guilt is tied to some of us. Another book that I have read that was actually, um, actually very wonderful is called Walking on Eggshells by Jane Issey. And it's navigating the delicate relationship between adult children and parents. Um, Different stages in your adult children's lives are easier than they were. Um, I didn't like them at 17. I realized 17 was a hard age. I didn't care for them at 21. I realized that 21 was a hard age. Um, about 25, I think maybe for my oldest daughter, we're still learning. We're still growing. Um, I want to share with you five parenting tips or five questions to ask yourself when parenting young adults. And these are serious strategies that I have been incorporating into my day to day. And I think it's part of a healthy boundary and relationship between a parent and an adult child, if you will. So these are five things that you should ask yourself. Are my parenting strategies moving towards independence, balancing freedom and responsibility, motivated primarily by love or fear, Providing guidance without enabling part of an ongoing dialogue. So let's start with the first one, moving towards independence. Everybody knows that we long for and dream of the days when our kids leave the nest. But the thing is, are we promoting an environment for them to feel like they need to be independent? 
Are we promoting an environment that balances freedom and responsibility? Um, I can tell you that the majority of my actions that I make with my children are motivated by fear. I love them and I would lay down my life for my three children and two grandchildren. But the things that I do for them, I do out of fear of them suffering a failure. And that's a disservice to them. Because if they don't suffer the failure, they will never understand what that feels like. So I've gone from the helicopter parent hovering over, making sure that they're out of danger, to the lawnmower parent that hurries up and just mows down all the opposition so they can have a smooth way. But the path isn't always smooth. Sometimes the lawnmower runs out of gas. And in instances like that, the fear sets in for me as a parent because I don't know if I've properly prepared them for the time when I can no longer beat the opposition for them. And that's where the disservice comes in. I think providing guidance without enabling is a major thing that I need to work on with my children. I call it loving from a distance. The comedian Little Duval says, we're all in this together, but stay the hell away from me. It's kind of like that. I love you, but unless it's a dire emergency, I need you to not involve me. And that's not a balance. So right now, I'm working on trying to find that poise in between guiding and enabling. And I'm struggling, y'all. I am struggling. I pray and meditate and journal and read every day, every day on how to be a better parent to my adult children, on how to provide guidance and promote growth and freedom and responsibility without enabling, without crippling them. And the final thing on our list of questions to ask ourselves is, are my parenting strategies part of an ongoing dialogue? So this I can say I feel somewhat successful about. I do make a point of discussing with my children um, how unhealthy it is for them to be so reliant on me. It's a codependent relationship that we both need to detach from or we all need to detach from. And it's something that we're all working on together as a collective as well as individual parties. And detachment doesn't mean not caring. It's taking care of yourself first and letting others take responsibility for their actions without trying to save or punish them. And that is a key term. I want to I want to repeat that. Detachment does not mean not caring. 
It's simply taking care of yourself first and letting others take responsibility for their actions without trying to save them or punish them. I think that is a great place for us to stop on this topic today. I would like to leave on that note because this is going to be our theme for the month of November. Um, So this is the first in our series of Dear Parents of Adult Children. And this chapter is The struggle is real. Thank you for joining us for episode three of Mindfully Mended with Mo, the podcast. We are available on all major DSPs, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm. And please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Mindfully Mended with Mo. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week.